Hello, and welcome to Maximal Fire. I'm Alex. I'm Johnny. And this is everything that we know about Legions Imperialis. So Johnny, it's been another couple of busy weeks uh, on the Warhammer community uh, side of things once again, something that we're not quite used to yet, uh, having covered Adeptus Titanicus for the last two and a half years and and having to keep up with about one every uh, every six months or so. Um, but we thought we'd put together this episode today about everything that we know about Legions Imperialis as of today, which is just before nine o'clock on the 30th of July. 2023. Now things are obviously moving quite fast on this front um, and we're expecting yet more articles um, this coming week, um, some of which have been teased as being related to the rules, uh, which I think everybody is quite excited to sort of hear about how this game's going to play, um, as well as kind of more models and more more releases. So um, well, we thought we'd kind of uh, stick together everything that we've kind of seen over the past three or four weeks um and put this episode together about everything that we know as of now about what legions imperialis is is going to be all about um but before we do that um we're gonna just get the admin out of the way as usual um if you haven't done so already uh please do subscribe to the channel on youtube um we are slowly but surely climbing the numbers which has been great to see certainly since kind of legions imperialis has dropped has been a, a great surge in of enthusiasm it seems for people um around the channel we'd love to kind of capitalize on that and uh capitalize is the wrong word that sounds ever so monetary no no that's too that's too evil corporate yes we were and we yeah. are not evil corporates no, not at all not at no. all <laughs> definitely not <laughs> uh, <laughs> But yes, please, every, obviously every um, subscription, every like, every um, uh, watch of our stuff does help kind of with our reach and gets all of the, uh, gets the, the word out about Maximal Fire out to the wider community. So if you haven't done so already, please do like and subscribe our videos on YouTube. Go back, watch our back catalogue um, that we've put together on YouTube for the past 18 months or so. Um, and if you are a... Um, podcast listener please do leave us a review give us uh you know five stars ideally hopefully um <laughs> and and yeah uh or, or whatever it is that your podcast app allows you to do um very quickly as well um we do have that our discord server again that's seen a surge of, of, of new people joining recently which has been great like following on the enthusiasm from legions imperialis um we are, as we've said last time, going to be kind of diversifying the content that we do to incorporate Legions Imperialis, hence why we're doing this podcast. Um, and we've also opened up a whole new section of the Discord dedicated to discussion about both Legions Imperialis, but also anything epic scale. Um, and as of recording this, we're just hovering, I think it is one person below the 800 members mark on Discord, uh, which is quite exciting to see. Uh, so it's oh yeah, seven hundred ninety nine people on that server so far. So it's it's by far the biggest, but it is by far the smallest, uh, or or not 
not by far. By it's not the smallest. It's it's not the smallest. It's, a, ni the it's a nice kid size. You can make a one man server right now, and it will not be the smallest. <laughs> I promise. Uh, yes. So yes, we have a good community, is what I'm trying to say. So do hop right. on boards, and we'll see who's going to be number eight hundred. Um, as usual, we're going to jump onto the patrons, uh, patron shout-outs. Um, it's obviously, for us, it's been quite quick uh, since the last episode that we dropped. I think we dropped the last one about two two to three weeks ago, I think it was, um, where we first sort of announced the discussion around Ally. Um, and since then, we've got you know, a new, a new um, patron in the form of Stephanie Berry, so thank you very much for uh, choosing to support the show, Stephanie. Um, if you do want to help us... Um, a little bit more than obviously helping with the reach and the liking and the subscribing, then you can back our Patreon from as little as a pound. And that helps kind of us fund everything that we do. Um, obviously, all of the um, reviews that we're going to be doing, everything that we're um, looking at Legion's Imperialis, the Patreon helps us kind of afford um, to get that stuff as soon as it comes out and, and have those reviews and those sort of deep dives in as early as we can. Um, so yeah, I think let's just jump. We, we've got quite a lot of detail to dig through here, uh, Johnny. So pages, uh, Alex, three pages. It's it's the biggest okay. show notes that we've done in a while, isn't it? Yeah, I know. Oof. Yeah. Uh, no, I'm. Um, yeah, we'll see. We'll see how far we get. <laughs> so so what we've done is we've gone through every single Warhammer community post um, that has been put out there so far. And we've tried to pull out all of the various bits of detail to be able to give to you guys a breakdown of everything that's to be expected, um, what Legion's Imperialis is kind of all of about, all about as of right now, um, as of the 30th of July. And um, and there's a little, uh, hopefully a little bit of speculation as to about what we're going to be seeing um, coming soon and maybe some things which we haven't seen, which may be included. So... Um, Let's let's start off about everything that we know about like the setting uh, of Legion uh, Legion's Imperialis, Johnny. Why don't you uh, you take us out with this? Okay, well, uh, the setting is the Horus Heresy, um, which is Warhammer forty thousand, um, ten thousand years before their mainline game Warhammer forty thousand. Originally, Epic used to be a Warhammer forty thousand game, um, so understandably. Some people are a little bit sad that uh, they're not going to be, be able, you know, playing their Eldar anytime soon, or their Orcs. Um, although I'm sure people are going to use them as proxies for certain armies, or you know, just have homebrew rules to to play them and use them. Um, yeah, as of as of this moment, there are no Xenos uh, at all intended. The game is popular enough. Maybe we'll see a. Um, uh, like a 40k expansion or separate game for it but i think that, that would be that is something we've been kind of hoping for from the adeptus titanicus side of things for a while i mean this this is kind of like a a, a reset back to sort of um first edition epic if you like um mm. that was um originally horus heresy and then it was second edition 90s epic which um which introduced the xenos but like you say i think there's going to be a lot of tyranid players who are going to be a little bit upset um and yeah. sorry johnny um but, <laughs> I'm not, I'm not, but, but yeah. even some of the races obviously which you would expect to see um kind of at this in, in this time period um so eldar and orcs there's no plans to kind of include any of those as well but they have stressed uh on the 
on the articles at this point. So although it's very much set in the 30k um, setting right now, who knows? Like you say, if it's popular enough, maybe we'll see it branch off. I mean, it's they've they've gone as far as saying that this isn't epic as such, but it is epic scale. So who knows if if epic Horus Heresy is as popular as we all hope it is, maybe we will see the equivalent of you know um, forty thousand um, Warhammer forty thousand and Age of Darkness being released with two different mm -hmm. systems for two different time periods. Or like you say, an expansion to to bring in those kind of later um, um, era models and races. Yeah, absolutely, uh, I can see it. And also, you know, they they very purposefully when they have spoken about this left it open, have said, you know, at this time, there's not going to be any any you know races, which is you know fine. It's whatever. I'm just excited to be getting a epic scale game at all. Yeah, um, and Horus Heresy is really cool, and you can, you know, a lot of the the law. Um, obviously, the law is so kind of heavy that you can recreate all number of battles that you wouldn't be able to do um, unless you had quite a bit of money and space and time. Um, using normal twenty eight mil rules, you know doing a uh, a portion of the the siege of terror battle suddenly you know possible now so exciting i think it's really really exciting um so we've got space marines and solar auxilia in the box itself so we know at least they're coming and they have said that basically everything that you can see in horus heresy is going to get some sort of conversion over so we're looking at mechanicum sisters of silence uh demons which um you know have just emerged relatively recently in horus heresy again um mechanicum actually um as well but well, they, these haven't been confirmed as such well, this is this is us sort of speculating at this point that they're very likely to be included. At the moment, the only things that's been officially confirmed are the 18 Space Marine Legions um, and, and Solar Auxilia. But with that, I mean, you've already got, for instance, flyers for um, Custodes, um, which are still available to buy from Forgeworld, um, part of the Aeronautica range. So it's it doesn't feel like too much of a leap to think that Custodes are going to be added into that. And I think everything else that you see around that's like you say, the Siege of Terror, I think, is going to be a, a kind of solid foundation to for what we should expect to see coming. I mean, I think, you know, in the sense they've, they've confirmed it when they, they said that you know, what you see in the Horus Heresy, you should expect to see in Legion Imperialis, one of their, you know, very early posts about um, about the uh, the system itself. Um, so, I think maybe Dark Mechanicum might be a bit of a reach, but at least for, you know, Custodes, Sisters of Silence will naturally be coming in with them. Um, I really hope. Um, and uh, I imagine we'll probably get them. Or kind of Renegade Militia and stuff like that. I think they'll probably expect people just to use like the, the Solar Rocks kits. Um, but I would love to see them do Renegade Militia if they did. And, and I think this is probably where we'll see uh, kind of... Yeah. Um like expansion packs so to speak so so like you say solar auxilia will be the form like the, the base form of um most of the infantry that we'll get for just humans 
and then we'll probably you know i i would hope we would see some kind of kind of and the same with dark mechanicum when they release mechanicum you will have mechanicum and then there will be stuff which is very specifically dark mechanicum and they will release that separately and i think that's what we should expect to see as well with the um uh, space marine legions yeah I, I don't think you could um as you know as a company i don't think you could expect people to invert or customize their uh legion imperialis miniatures They're trying to add a you know, mutation to a eight mil marine yeah is, is a bit of an ask um I, so i don't think there'll be any upgrade packs as such um i would be you know, i'd be surprised if they said oh yeah just you know convert it like they normally do you know they a lot of the recent um OC articles have been listing units and going well this is how we made it our office using these different packs um yeah i'm 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 looking forward to it and i'm really excited to see what kind of expansion sets we expect to see maybe they'll do like a another jewel box so maybe it'll be custodies and sisters versus demons and it'll be a webway portal um bust up yeah be a cool uh that's a good setting yeah um and and even though it is quite limited in the number of armies, like you know, uh, games like Age of Darkness and um, Adeptus Titanicus have proven that even with kind of quote unquote mirror matches, you can still have a lot of variations. And I think that will come down to both the forces that you're playing with and the um, the units that you take um, to support them. So they they have described um, uh, Legions Imperialis as epic scale grand strategy. Um, so they've they've now ring fenced the scale of um adeptus titanicus and aeronautica imperialis and legions imperialis as epic scale so i guess this is something that they've been sort of cautious to use up until now to not get people's hopes up before they were ready to announce legions imperialis but that is all considered to be um within epic scale and um what they have um also kind of go on to say is that um um any models which are released, uh, which are compatible with Aeronautica Imperialis, you know, new new planes, for instance, or new Titans or Knights, um, will be um, compatible with those games, and and vice versa as well. So both the Titans that you've already got, even if they're on the bases that they're on, they will can be fully compatible, and you can use those to play games of Legion's Imperialis, and vice versa. When you re- get your new box set of Direwolves, which we'll go on to later. Um, you can then use those um, in Adeptus Titanicus as well. The only things that unfortunately have seen an exit um, is all of the Xenos um, um, Aeronautica Imperialis planes, as well as any of the Astra Militarum planes. So unfortunately we've seen, well, we've had to say goodbye to things um, like the the Dacker Jets and the, the Vultures and the Valkyries. However, Marauders, Thunderbolts, Lightnings, Avengers... Um, obviously like Xiphons, Storm Eagles, all of the other sort of heresy era planes are very much still kind of available and are expected to be um, compatible, Um, which is why I think Aeronautica everywhere at the moment seems to have sold out. You can't get hold of um, Aeronautica planes for love nor money anywhere um, because everybody is sort of getting excited about uh, legions and has therefore raided their cupboards for anything they've got or raided the shelves off of various um game stores to sort of start painting i mean i've i've certainly done the same 
we've been doing our Clash of Legions uh, 2023 challenge or started doing that. And I think all of us have included some kind of planes or knights from our existing collection to, to sort of kickstart that activity off. I've managed to get hold of a single Underhawk gunship. You know what? It's a start. It is a start. <laughs> when they come we'll come back into stock again, I can I can actually look at you know expanding the air force a little bit. Yeah, the the one thing that I've I, I I've got Xiphons, I've got a Thunderhawk. Um, I had a second Thunderhawk until I gave it to Johnny of Battleblink because um, he was trying to find one as well. Um, I need more Thunderhawks when they come back in stock, and I need some more Storm Ravens. Storm Ravens, Storm Eagles. Beg your pardon. Um, some more storm eagles so hopefully soon when they come back in stock so the the other thing that they've said is that the game size is expected to be around 100 units uh, sorry 100 units or stands per size side and we are encouraged to uh, combine your forces so one of the things that they kind of said quite early on is that you aren't expected or that they expect you to be able to easily have multiple forces within your um your battle group or whatever the detachment whatever they're going to call it um so whereas in horus heresy you might just have blood angels or in 40k you might just have um you know what's another legion <laughs> imperial fists there we go um you know you are expected or rather encouraged to kind of have um a mixture and i think that is why they've chosen to kind of include solar auxilia and space marines in the box set uh, to kind of represent that this is on a much broader scale. And certainly in things like the um, Siege of Terror, you would have um, the Auxilia fighting hand-in-hand -hand alongside um, the Legions. Um, so that's going to be really interesting. I think that's going to open up a lot of um, opportunities. I, for one, I, I think I'm going to go full Siege of Terror. I've, I've, I, I'm going um, White Scars. So in my head, I think my starting force, I'm very much going to go down the sort of um, the retaking of the Lionsgate spaceport route. So um, mm -hmm. jet bikes, um, like lots of tanks, um, lots of close combat white scars, but then also a lot of Lehman Russ um, from the Solar Auxilia to kind of back that up. And I really like that that is something that you can do. Cannot wait to see the Primarchs. Can't wait. They're gonna be so cool. Yeah, well, they've been very cagey about confirming the Primarchs at this point. Come on, they're gonna do. That. Yeah, of course they are. Of course they're right. We've been right so far. Come on. <laughs> yeah, I, I think on the article there was there was in an article which is like your your burning questions answered, um, and there was a question around Primarchs, and their response was, "Now that would be a thing, wouldn't it?" <laughs> so yes, yeah, they're they're absolutely coming, but they have, they're not ready to announce those yet. But um, I think we'll likely, uh, again, we're jumping forward just a little bit here, but it doesn't matter. Yeah. Let's, let's crack on anyway while we're talking about it. Let the flow of the conversation go. Um, I think you've seen a lot of um, Death Guard obviously seems to be the studio army at the moment, the principal studio army. So I reckon Mortarian will be in early. Um, what I would really like to see here is especially sort of latter in the war, you've got different versions of the Primarchs. So will they give you opportunities to have two different models? Like, for instance, will they give you uh, a, an early setting Horus and there'll also be an engorged Horus 
uh, for later on. Um, uh, will there be a Serpentine Fulgrim and a regular Fulgrim? Will there be a Gigatti Khan uh, on foot and on a jet bike? Because like the mm. jet bike is the massive thing that seems to be missing from the Horus Heresy range. Um, so yeah, uh, um, I, I think they're going to be quite exciting. Oh God, it's going to be so cool. How they're going to so fit cool. those in, I'm not sure though. Like, Are they going to be resin or are they going to be plastic? And if they are in plastic, then surely they are going to come with something else. I think we speculated about this before, didn't we? Like a, a Legion upgrade detachment, which would be the Primarch and like they're in a circle or something. So it'd be like Hor- Horus yeah, and yeah. the Justarian oh, or something. That be, mm-hmm. That's going to be it, isn't it? It, it feels like that should be um, mm. what they do because e- even a Primarch, you can't imagine that taking up a lot of a sprue or taking up a lot of... Also, they don't want to be creating loads of extra um, SKUs. You know, they don't want to be creating so much extra product when they could just bundle it up because people are going to want pretty much everything that's included in a box that theoretically would look like that. You know, you said uh, um, the Horus have, like, you know, Horus himself and the, the Just Aaron. You could have um, Demon Fulgrim and a load of Phoenix Terminators, then, like, maybe two or one or two special units like palatine blades and noise marines you know, or cacophony um oh god it'll be so cool i really hope that they they go that route because it's just gonna, it's gonna be fun isn't it because you open up questions like okay so are we gonna get like all of the individual heroes so not necessarily just primarchs but then how are we gonna get um abaddon can um any of the kind of like main main characters from the legions that aren't the primarchs, Typhus, you know, it's, it's a it's a lot to say that they're just going to put a tiny eight millimeter character, a single blister, you know. Yeah, I I, I agree, and 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 I think that it, I think it's going to be really interesting to see kind of how how they do approach um, that going forwards. They have they have said things like um, certain models will be resin. Um, certain niche units they they have said maybe resin, um, which is what kind of gives me a little bit of pause to, to think that it, maybe the Primarchs might be in resin, but I guess it all comes down to how big they're actually going to be. Yeah. I can't see an 8mm model being sold on its own. I just can't. No. How would they price that? You know, the little nub of resin. Yeah, but, quid. <laughs> well, you, you've you've seen the um um the Adeptus Titanicus Armager Knights, right? Thirty five quid for three of those, Finding. and they're pretty small. So, you know, it's not without precedent that they've done small models in resin. But we don't know this. Uh, we're going into speculation now. Um, yeah. But um, what 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 next then? So uh, another thing that they've teased, and we've seen some of the tokens already in kind of a potato cam um, view of this, is that this is very much going to be an orders based game, um, and it's a hidden orders um, sort of format. So I guess a little bit similar to how we've seen maneuvers in games like um, Aeronautica. Uh, you pick an order and you basically assign them to a unit and then you um, reveal what that unit is going to do. 
um, which I quite like. Again, it kind of lends itself quite nicely into that sort of grand strategy. You're saying, you guys, you go over and, and try and secure that um, that area there, not fully knowing or being able to anticipate what the unit, which is, you know, they're facing off against, is going to do. And the other thing they've confirmed, which I think is possibly one of the best moves that they've decided to do with this, is they have kept that alternate activations um, format um, similar mm -hmm. to to games like adeptus titanicus and and that that's one of the things that i love so much about at is that you are always involved and you're not just sat there waiting for people to finish their turn and and i think that this is going to be very important for legions imperialis because it will make you feel connected to what's going on and it will feel like like a a, a turn-based strategy game almost mm. um having to kind of adapt to things that are happening so i'm really excited about that um and from the the sounds of it as well, um, the gameplay is going to be quite largely based around um, objective taking. So they've said things like, you know, your you your your titans can like decimate entire detachments of infantry with a one sweeping blow, which is how it should be, right? But but without titan, uh, sorry, without infantry, you can't. Or rather, it's hard. It's, it, it appears that it's going to be harder to take objectives, and infantry are really going to be designed at that sort of take and hold um, tactics, um, mm. and different to kind of to AT, but I guess more similar to other games that they do. You score victory points each round, so it's going to be. Um, <laughs> games like at you can win the game by annihilating your opponents and wiping them off the board however something that they were quick to point out here is that annihilation isn't necessarily going to be the way that you win here because if your opponent has accrued um significant victory points before they're annihilated they still win so very i, I like one of the best things for at was the introduction of um the open engine war cards and the and the objective based gameplay and i and i like um that this is at the heart of legions um whether or not we will see asymmetric um objectives or you know everyone sharing the same objectives they haven't discussed that yet um i think that that's going to be an in an interesting revelation when that comes out hopefully sometime in the next week yeah for sure um yeah i really like uh alternating games a lot of them I play are alternating and it works very well. Um, I can kind of see this gameplay style as literally generals sat around a table with those, you know, those those um, rods with the yeah. sweepers on the end and they just like move. And they're removing the them as they get taken off of the board, yeah. so to speak. Yeah. Very detached, like, prop, you know, a proper military commander style of um, doing it. Um, yeah, Titans taking out entire infantry platoons. That's what you want to see. That really kind of sells the scale of it, right? And the power of these titans, because you know, when it's just titan on titan, kind of like a, you know, it could be um, rock and sock and robots, or whatever it's called. You know, they just they just beat on each other, and there's no real, yeah, um, gameplay sense of scale. At least, obviously, the miniatures you know convey it really well. But there's nothing in the game that says, oh yeah, these are big, bring monsters because they all are. Yeah, um, they have scaled back the titans uh from at though it does seem like that um mm. they've they've made mention that there's going to be no reactor management there's going to be no shield management 
I would I'd assume based on that there'll probably not even be any location damage management um, as well, which is a shame. But I can understand why you would do that if you want a game which is all about sort of the micromanagement and um, of a Titan. You play AT, and it still gives AT its place. Um, how Titans are used in this, we shall see. I would imagine that we come down to hit points and and saves again. Um, sort of similar to sort of other other games rather than the kind of level of in in depth control that you have in in AT. Um they also mentioned that destructible terrain rules um are going mm. to be here as well. So again, is that going to be um a if you want to play with destructible terrain rules as they are with AT or if it's going to be fundamental to how you play this game? Hopefully we'll see when they start talking about the rules in the coming weeks. But um They're really pushing it, aren't they? They're they're making quite a big deal about the um train being destructible. Yeah, and I can understand why, right? They released the Civitas kit, what, in twenty eighteen, twenty nineteen, um, and there was no real blown up versions of that unless you went to third party vendors and now they they've released this. So it gives you a reason to buy both now and and uh, we'll go on to the train later on when we talk about this but um yeah i'm gonna it's gonna be it's gonna be interesting i would hope that they don't i would hope that they make keep it optional um like they do with at rather than it being part of the game because it does add another hefty price buy-in um tag to the game if you need to buy two sets of terrain essentially I guess there's ways you can go around it though. You could use a token that you know marks a building as destroyed or or whatever. Um, but yeah, it, it, I think it would be quite difficult um, for the flow of the game as well to be switching in and out. So maybe maybe it will be another optional thing. Um, yeah, and anything like that slows the game down a little bit. Like when you have to be sort of taking terrain pieces off, replacing them. You know, so we it, should, we it shall could see. help in yeah, it could help in set scenarios. Like if you were doing like a one of the walls of terror, right? You could say that you know there's all this scenery here, but the only thing that's destructible is the is the wall. You're doing this like narrative game, right? And you want to get through the wall. Yeah. Um, and then you could just purely use those rules, um, for the wall itself. Yeah, make a breach, get in, achieve your objective, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. Exactly. Yeah. Break yeah. it into sections. Each section is a building. You know. Yeah, that's yeah. That sounds. We shall see, I guess. But I, oh, yeah. <laughs> I, I, I would, I would hope, maybe like they, they may just be mentioning it as in my microphone. They may just be mentioning it uh, as a way of of selling some new terrain, right? I mean, I of course I, I know that I'm going to be buying more terrain. Um, but uh, yes, anyway, let's 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 move on to the core box, shall we? So this is a this looks like quite a hefty book uh, and a hefty box. And uh, we've seen um, the hardback version of it. It looks to be on a par with what we saw for Age of Darkness. Really nice big black book. The core box has 233 miniatures in total. Obviously, these are significantly smaller than what we saw in the other ones. Um, but that um, is made up of both um, Space Marines and Solar Auxiliary. So I'm going to walk through the Space Marines. And then I'll let you talk uh, for a few minutes, Johnny, and you can take us through the solar auxiliary if you want. Um, Absolutely. Just, um, but yeah, hundred, hundred and six. Sorry, one hundred and six of those two hundred and thirty-three are made up of Space Marine Walker or infantry models. 
um, which works out at 22 stands, including two command stands. So within that, you get four Contemptor Dreadnoughts, um, and these look to have um, Power Fists and Twin Link Glass Cannons or Carries Assault Cannons. I've not seen any pictures of the other types of weapons that the Contemptor Dreadnoughts can have, um, so I've not seen like the Assault Cannons or the Melters, for instance. I guess it remains to be seen if that's just because they don't have any photos of them or if that is, you know, if they're available on the sprue. I, I'm not sure, but that at the moment it seems like the pack comes with those three different types of weapons and we should, I guess we'll see if they release different versions, maybe in different boxes down the line. Um, there is two command stands, um, so that would be ten of those miniatures on two command stands of five, I think it is. Um, and these are centurion level officers so room for kind of those you know your your abaddons or your higher ranking um commanders which i guess will come with um, additional um sales later on you get two squads of assault marines uh, so two stands of assault marines uh two stands of support legionnaires with plasma guns and two support legionnaires with missile launchers um you get two bases of legion cataphracti and eight stands of tactical space marines um, on top of that you also get five space marine tanks um, and that is built made up at the moment of two sakarans and three predators of various different weapons um, and the thing that i like about the little tanks and this is the same across all of them so far is is that you get the cupola options as well so you can have men hanging out or men hanging in which i think is great at that kind of tiny scale to have gone to so much attention to detail with that absolutely yeah uh oh man it's getting me excited just i mean if you think about it um 200 models in the box and they're saying you know standard size is 100 a side they're really you're really getting kind of a, a head start with an army yeah well it's it's 200 miniatures isn't it but there's 22 stands that's true yes so yeah, i yeah. I, so... I i think it's going to be it's probably going to work out about i mean there's obviously other things as well not mm. just the stands of infantry but um they talk about around about 100 units or stands per side i oh, think okay. I, oh. I i think that this will be probably a good third of a, of a force okay. uh, of a normal size game for what they're talking maybe a little bit more maybe 40 percent. extremely exciting still yeah. um yeah bigger games obviously gonna be gonna be so sick yeah um yeah wicked okay so um so in the box is a hundred and four solar auxilia walker and infantry models, which is twenty six stands in total. Um, you get two command stands for uh, either solar auxilia um, legate commander or tactical command sections. Uh, you got uh, eight auxiliaries with las rifles, uh, four auxiliaries with flamers. Uh, or Velatari shock troops, Karanite ogres, which are some of the sickest uh, Ogren, uh, Ogren models in Mamo in, in general. Um, and four of the new Aphon heavy sentinels, which are um, very, very interesting looking, pretty cool. Did you notice how so I gave you the section to talk about with all of the really like harder to pronounce names? Yeah, I know. I yeah. feel like I've, I've got it. Well, I think I called the uh, the Ogrens ogres. Oh, um, 
I know. Oh, I know. We almost got there. It's fine. <laughs> I've, got, I've got room to mess it up still. The, um, the, the eighth hunts are in, interesting, though, aren't they? I mean, they, they seem to have been. Um, so they they come with multi lasers and missile launchers, um, and from the articles, they appear to be like a new form of of you know scout essentially. Well, obviously, like sentinels are right, but these pack a bit more bit more of a punch. So whether we'll see some like forward deployment options for them or something. I don't know. A bit more survivable than a uh, than you know in in a game with titans running around. Mm, yeah, but so looking at some, of it, it seems to have divided a little bit of opinion on the aesthetic of them. Some people seem to love them, or some people seem to think that they look a bit derpy. Um, but I I think they look quite cool. It's nice to see a new unit as well, and maybe that'll be a hint of something that's going to come in Age of Darkness as well in the future. I mean, stuff's going to look going to look pretty derpy at that scale anyway so i think it might just i think the scale is not going to be helping once we get them in our hands i reckon they'll look um look a lot better mm. the um like the direwolf people weren't quite sure of that at first and then you get one you look at it actually on the tabletop and not just from the photo that gw takes and like oh wow okay this is this is a cool kit yeah um with that we also get six solar auxilia tanks and with the uh is it a cup couple of cupola cupola Cupola. I, I think it depends on which side of the pond you're. Um, yeah, probably. On. Let's let's go with Cupola. Cupola. Okay. Um, and that is uh, four Lehman Russes, uh, with a Vanquisher variant included, and two Malkadors. This is an extremely sick inclusion. Um, but again, some some missing yeah. kind of turret options there potentially, like demolisher mm. cannons and the like. Um, again. Until we see, I suppose, like a detachment box of Lehman Russ, um, or we see what is on the um, the sprue, maybe there is more on there. But from the images that they provided, and also from the um, uh, from from what they've said in the articles, those are the only ones that we could see at this point. I can't wait to get the uh, the tank company box sets. Yeah, they come out. They'll be very sick. Yeah, I mean that's 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 where my jam's at, right? When, when I collected Imperial Guard back in fifth edition and sixth edition, forty k, like I had an Imperial Guard tank company which was made up of mostly Lehman Russ, um, and that was that was a lot of fun uh, to be able to do that at an even bigger scale, right? Is mm. is is truly exciting, um, yeah. and like the thing which is most relevant for our AT listeners is the two new Warhound Titans, which include the new weapon loadouts. So gone um, from the resin department are the likes of the Ursus Claw, the Natrix Shock Lance, and the Volkite Eradicator. They are now plastic. Um, and they've also included two new weapons uh, in the form of the of a missile pod, um, which comes with Swarmer or Shudder missiles. Now, whether or not that makes any difference to AT or not, remains to be seen or if they will just be counted as the same i think it would be great to have two new types of missiles introduced to at um and there's the incisor pattern melter lance as well so again how that translates to at um we've been doing a lot of speculation over that as to whether or not we're going to be um seeing a new contender for the tried and tested plasma blast gun mm. I think if it's anything you know like what we're expecting to see, which is a scaled down melt gun, will be the new tournament pattern uh, weapon option, price allowing as in you know points allowing. I'd like to see a rival, um, like maybe not a replacement, but certainly a rival which gives you 
different options so you're not just falling back mm. on the same two weapons all the time um but they do come with the well we know that they come with the thinner bases whether or not they're also repackaged as well to include the larger at standard bases that's the real question i think which the at community is asking at the moment like are you going to have are you going to be pigeonholed to the thinner bases or are they going to give you an option i mean there's those types of bases are available online from multiple different companies or ebay or they're really easy to get hold of um if you just need to get yourself a round base so it's not that big a deal if they don't um however it's it is a little bit kind of it puts another barrier doesn't it between kind of getting a model off the sprue and out so i hope gw have included um both types of base but we shall see when we get our hands on them as to probably not in the starter box because why would they in the starter box this is the legion's imperialist starter box but maybe when they package these up um in packs of two um post release yeah they might even um even make it something available on the internet as well yeah um yeah like yeah like so um like you saw with the necromunda um bases that you could just buy separately couldn't you they I forget how much it was but you could buy the sort of um the molded plastic bases for, for necromunda in various different sizes um i think they did the same for um breaching uh, missions as well um boarding action sorry um so yeah so i'm gonna i'm gonna go back when i said that i think this is about 30 percent because i've actually done the maths i reckon this is probably closer to the 40 percent 50 percent um of, of a size force based on what you have here uh, with the 22 stands of space marines uh, uh, um you've got the 26 stands of solar auxilia and then you've got the tanks on top of that you're probably looking closer to to maybe 50 percent, but you will need to add additional detachments to bring you up to that kind of 100 stands numbers um so let's talk about the what we know about the actual miniatures next uh shall we so what they have stressed here is that um, they have attempted to keep everything in scale with each other. The problem with Historical Epic was that scale was kind of whatever the model needed to be for it to look right um, at that scale. And that often meant that stuff was out of scale with each other. Um, and also it was very inconsistent across the whole range. So they've made a big um, point about this being universal um across the whole range and everything essentially has been dropped down to a quarter of the size of what it should be um at the sort of 28 32 millimeter um size of the of the regular games so there was a very cute um image of a space marine in mark six uh, and then four little uh, mark six space marines next to him as well i saw a, a quite an intro uh, a funny little meme of a guy of, of that guy with like a great coat on pretending to be uh four little kids trying to get into a an r-rated movie or something yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um but yes um something that i did notice about the sprues though which is quite good is that the infantry in particular only seem to have one point of contact to the sprue now that's really good uh for painting i think it's huge for painting you've got built-in um spray bar handle ready to go you just cut it out as a uh you know as a strip yeah exactly that you can paint it on the um on the sprue just clip out the bits around it 
uh, and then you've got that one point that you can do all of your painting on and then stick them straight on. I'm not somebody who likes painting on sprues, but that's because when you clip them off, often you end up then with a, a point of the, the thing, which is now just bare plastic, but you won't have the problem from what we've seen so far anyway. I'm sure that some miniatures may have two, depending on the size of them. Certainly the regular infantry seem to only have one. Ogrins. It's on the base as well. Yeah, so. it's, yeah, it's on the base um, of the miniature as well. But things like Ogrins, maybe the bigger models, perhaps not. I wouldn't expect it to be. Uh, I, I expect most of the vehicles to be multi-part. So I think you're going to have to assemble those. Um, probably the Dreadnoughts as well. But certainly for your regular sort of Marines, it looks like they will be um, easy uh, to paint on the sprue, which one less thing to kind of have to faff about with when you're painting, which is great. It's going to be the, the most common model you're probably going to paint as uh, infantry, so Space Marines or Auxilia. So good that they are the easiest to paint if the others are going to be maybe a little bit more tricky. Absolutely, yeah. Um, you can cover this next one about the bases because you called this back in March, I think it was. <laughs> yes indeed um i was convinced that the um thin base uh shown for which new weapon option was it it was when they released the um conversion beamer we had the, the image beamer, of the warhound conversion beamer and it was on the thin base and people were saying oh it's just up for photoshop and I, I said then you know gw never do anything they don't specifically intend to do when they when they release stuff like this um and the uh yeah we're getting thin bases so um actually it's to help visually look correct because it, it would look very strange for a lot of eight mil shorter infantry to be um on quite high bases that are basically their height almost um so there'll be options for, you know, if flat against the table, looks a little bit more realistic. Um, and yeah, I think it's going to look sick. I'm not... Might might replace my Titan bases. Ah, um, oh, no. Leave, leave, leave them as it is, mate. It's just an opportunity uh, for you to paint it more Titans. No, I've got, I've got to stop painting stuff. Um, or I've got to slow down. I've got to <laughs> you know, space myself out, because, yeah... Um, yeah, maybe, maybe we'll see. Maybe just cut around the edge, you know, of the base well, and do a really messy circular job. The, on, uh... the, the beauty about this, right, is that if you want to paint a new Titan Legio, but you can't be bothered to paint up an entire maniple, you can do that here, right? You don't need five Titans. So if you want to try out what it looks like in a different Legio color scheme, you can do that. Whether or not there'll be any special rules for Legios, I probably doubt there will be. I think it'll just be an aesthetic choice. Um, so that's really cool. They have said, though, that all of the existing bases in both Adeptus Titanicus and Aeronautica Imperialis can still be used uh, within Legion's um, Imperialis. Now, less of a problem for um, AT because, it, like you say, it just means that they look slightly out of slightly out of scale, but probably it's not going to be vastly noticeable. Something um, bigger, cooler, yeah. Yeah, it's it's. I don't think it's going to make that much difference at all. But for um, it was interesting that they said you could still use your Aeronautica ones because they're obviously on those dial bases, hexagonal, and they said, yeah, yeah you can. Though, right? They said you can, but it, it might be a bit immersion-breaking, which which I agree, but that does kind of lead you to think, well, obviously the base size doesn't overly matter for flyers. You know what they're going to do with flyers? Uh, it's going to be the Battle Fleet Gothic method. You're not measuring from the base, you're measuring from the flying stand. Yeah, stem to stem. 
Or sometimes you can, your your base can be as big and as annoying as you want within reason. Obviously, you don't want to mess around with stuff on the table, um, and then you just measure from the from the stem of the the base. Yeah. I just hope that they do release again, similar to Necromunda, right? They release some Legions Imperialis specific upgrade packs of flying stands, so that if we want to, we can um, just buy a five quid packet of those, get ten that we can just rebase our um, uh, our planes on without too much faffing about. Um, mm. That that would be very useful. Um, but yeah, it. it I, I, we, we've seen an image of the Thunderhawk on a round flying stand. It did look a bit small, but it was... A bit top-heavy. <laughs> yeah, but it's difficult to kind of judge that because the Thunderhawk's such a big model. It might well have been a 60mm base, but it's hard to kind of... Which is a you know a reasonable size base, but it's hard to properly scale that when the Thunderhawk is the size that a Thunderhawk is. Yeah, I mean, the, the AT one looks looks a bit small for the for the scale you know what i mean you've got the quite a large ship on quite it's quite a small base yeah um but maybe that that was kind of roughly the the size that they went for for the nautica perhaps thing and um it just th- looks a bit weird in the photo i think on the thunderhawk anyway anything less than 60 millimeters is going to be a little bit wobbly but i you know we're, we're going to be we're definitely going to be encouraged to take these things off of the flying bases and put them down during the game, right? Because they're going to be embarking, disembarking troops. So cool. I guess as long as it is stable at the centre mass, it shouldn't make too much difference. Just be careful when you're rolling dice. But um, yeah, so they've they've also announced that the majority of the miniatures will be in plastic, which is great news. Um, but they have, as we alluded to earlier on, uh, announced that some niche units will be available in resin. I think this is where we might see things like, um, like say, potentially Legion-specific stuff, um, like you, um, like say the Phoenix Guard or something. Maybe, maybe even the Primarchs might be in resin. Um, but may- maybe we'll see things here as well, like the more uncommon tanks um or more uncommon knight variants or possibly even things i really hope they do ordinatus at some point um some proper sort of it'd be great to see some dark mechanicum ordinatus from the siege of terror um which might not have the main um mainstream appeal and maybe even maybe even custodies We'll, we'll see i guess i would hope that custodies will go plastic but i would imagine that you don't you wouldn't need as many um custodies because there was obviously only ten thousand of them across you know the whole load of them so you would put i imagine you'll only have a, a small force of custodies on on the table top at any one point i'd love to see you know it be like two five man units are the equivalent of like a ton of the you know the the bigger Ten, uh, ten stands know. of solar auxilia, sort of thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just to have them really just butcher their way through, like they, like they would in the law. And I think that's what they're trying to do. With this is they're trying to really show that, um, show that kind of uh, narrative inclusion in their rules. Um, you know, it's all lining up nicely with the final. Is there one more book left now. Just the one end of the death part two, yeah, which is hopefully coming out later on this year. Can't wait. Yeah. I, uh, it's later on this year. I'm waiting. Let's go. <laughs> <laughs> I'm saving up my um, saving up my credits on Audible so I can get another audio book of it because I do enjoy um the audio books. But yeah, um, the, the voice acting is great. 
so, something that they've appear to have done we've not had any ac accurate measurements from gw but something they appear to have done which again was something which w was on our wish list at the beginning of this year was mm. the models do seem to be scaled as they would be to their actual size so where, whereas unlike the horus heresy setting um, an imperial guard is is roughly a similar sort of size to a space marine um it does appear that they've tried to add in that delineation between cataphracty and um you know a, a solar auxiliary so they seem to be about six mil in height whereas the from what we can gather from images anyway the um other guy the cataphracty seem to be more like 10 um so i think that would be really cool and then and then that will allow your primox to be even bigger right and your custodies as well would be even bigger um than your sort of mainline troops so um yeah, I think it's interesting to see what those niche units are going to be um, in resin. But I think we'll we'll probably see them roll out the plastics um, to start with. I wouldn't expect to see any resin until maybe towards the end of this year. Um, but who knows? We shall see. Uh, on the talk of resin and plastic, uh, we've already talked about this briefly in the last podcast, but they've also announced the two new plastic direwolves. Um, so these, um, there was quite a lot of feedback at the time with the direwolves that they just looked awful, and I think part of that was the the resin pose was very static, a bit boring. You had to do mm. cutting to make it look a little bit more um, um, dynamic, which they seem to have fixed uh, with this box. There's a walking pose, um, which adds a lot of dynamic dynamis dynamicism dynamicism dynamicism. Dynamics uh, to the pose, um, pretty looking stuff. Yes, um, and <laughs> and as, as I think we said last time, like they are compatible with AT, but there's not going to be many people who are going to need outside of Ordax perhaps um, more than one of Direwolf, but um, as well as the volcano laser, uh, volcano cannon, and neutron laser, there's that new conversion beamer um, weapon in there as well. So going to be really interesting to see how this does in legions i think that the volcano cannon in legions is probably going to be pretty good um against infantry as you'd expect um the conversion beam dissipated though who knows i i think this is going to be in at terms anyway a halfway house between the warlord and the um the warhound maybe the warhound version with maximal fire that to me seems like a a solid middle ground perhaps yeah definitely yeah 100 percent. um but yeah gonna be really interesting to see how that shakes shakes up at that is the only new titan other than the titan weapons in the starter box that they've announced they've not announced a, a box set for the warhounds yet but i i guess that's just coming yeah okay so what's next um Next on our list is Primarchs hinted at but not confirmed. We obviously already kind of touched on that already. Yeah, I'm waiting. Let's so, see it. So who who you already heard my prediction about who the first one's going to be? I think that's mm -hmm. going to be Mortarian, um, and I reckon that the loyalist one, which they'll probably look to release at the same time, I think that's going to be Rogal Dawn. What what's what's mm -hmm. your gut? A lot of the preview stuff has been. God, hasn't it? I don't know whether they'll do a staggered release like they do for Horus Heresy. I reckon they'll maybe release in groups. 
one of the other um alternate like boxing option could be that maybe they do uh the key jewels between the primarchs there's two primarchs in the box and it is like you know each primarch has its own like mega 1v1 between another primarch right so you've got khan versus morty um fulgrim versus um um ferris manus ferris manus um or even fulgrim versus um gilliman at siege as well. Yeah, that's obviously demon, demon Fulbright Grimms. So maybe oh, that's yeah, how uh, they. You mean Dawn at the siege? Uh, sorry, Dawn at the siege. Yes, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, and that's demon. You know, demon Fulgrim. Um, so maybe that's how they split out the, uh, the corrupted and non-corrupted. You know, bike version versus non-bike version. Because then you've also got like you know Dawn versus Alpharius. We all know how that went yeah. went down. Sanguinius versus um, Horus. Um. Uh, what's his face? Uh, Lionel Johnson versus um, Kurz. Mm, that would be cool. Yeah. So there, there is like room for that. I, I think I don't know. I, I hope it doesn't go that way because then we left with a Primark that are cool. It'd be cool to have, but I don't think yeah, they'll be in the same box. Maybe it's the same release schedule. Um, Maybe. But yeah, to your point, I hope that they don't go down that route because. They say not many people are going to want both. Mm. Um, but I, I, I hope they don't trickle them in like they do with the the, the four child ones uh, for the for the Horus Heresy normal game. Um, uh, yeah, we yet. I, I would hope that they are a bit quicker um, off the mark. I, but if anything, I think that they will. But saying that, I was I was going to say they'll prioritize the ones which are at the Siege of Terror. But then we've seen the other side of the studio army seems to be. Iron Hands are getting a lot of mm-hmm. um, love, a lot of painted Iron Hands that we've seen. Um, so who knows, really? I, I would have thought that the ones at the Siege of Terror would be the the ones which come first to link in with the books, right, and and what's coming later on this year. Um, guessing game at Games Workshop is uh, is always a little bit futile, right? They do their own thing. We'll um, always be surprised. So they also announced that the Legions Astarte support box. Um, so they didn't go as far as saying that this is a detachment. They've talked about detachments, but they've not really said what a detachment is. Um, I assume that this will be made up of certain support elements or like clusters of miniatures to make up a detachment, or maybe a detachment is a set type of units within a, a oh, force yeah. organization chart or something be like an armored detachment a titan detachment uh, a knight detachment and there'll be like a, a, a starties detachment maybe or maybe they'll make it more granular and there'll be like a support detachment like they've done with this box i'll say okay here's all the support units they function as a attachment yeah and hopefully they'll trickle this news into us this week Please. um ho- hopefully this <laughs> well, week no. coming we'll see but um the lots of interesting things in the support box Nothing overly shouting white scars to me, which is a little bit disappointing. Um, but um, really nice models nonetheless. So um, in the support box comes with four Leviathan Dreadnoughts. And they come with uh, Storm Cannons, Cyclonic Melter Lances, Siege Drills, Siege Claws. From what we can see, there's no obvious Grav Flux Bombards, which is the other weapon that the Leviathan Dreadnoughts can take from what we can see from the images. So that's not yet featured. Doesn't necessarily mean it's not in there, 
but there's, yep. there's nothing that's kind of hit nothing in the article mentions them there's no pictures of them so maybe maybe they just aren't there um and then the um deradio um dreadnoughts um come with the anvilus auto cannon batteries the um als missile launchers hellfire plasma cannonades they are confirmed from the images that we've seen um not seen um the forge world boreas air defense missiles um or the volkite uh falconet battery so again probably not going to be in the box whether or not that is something which comes out later i don't know it's part of what you can get at the moment with horus heresy but we don't there's been no evidence to support that they are going to be um, as part of the support box. You then got the four rapier batteries. Um, so they come in a combination of quad launchers and heavy, uh, sorry, and laser destroyers. They're confirmed. Um, but the graviton and the quad heavy bolters, which you can buy for Horus Heresy or could buy for Horus Heresy, they're not yet featured. So again, maybe something else for another time, whether or not they choose to continue those or not. And then lastly, four Tarantula batteries with LAS cannons. Um, and I really like the, the Hyperios air defense launchers. I think they look really cool. Adding a, a, a nice little sort of air, air defense element to it, which does make me think that the AA guns on things like the Warmasters and the Warbringers might serve oh, a purpose. Yeah. Oh, that would be so cool. Um, I but, just love that they've done Tarantulas as well. I think yeah. they've always been such a sick model. Um, not really something I'd expect to see either, which is a, a nice surprise. Yeah, like drop them in, put them out the front, slow down the force a little bit before they hit the main um, lines. Uh, I think it's going to be a really interesting dynamic uh, for those. The heavy bolters are not yet featured, the tarantulas with the heavy bolters. Um, so again, don't think they're going to be included in this box at this time. Whether or not they are later, we shall see. Um, what next, Johnny? Uh, so next, uh, we have had featured the uh, Kratos heavy tank. Which was a very... launch release as well for um, Age of Darkness as well. Mm -hmm. Which is very exciting. Very, very cool tank. Um, uh, it looks like it's got multiple blast guns and the battle cannons uh, on the turrets of it itself. Apparently, you can have detachments of up to six is insane yeah super heavy tank so this is where they start talking about detachments as well um mm. so again what is a detachment but yeah six 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 kratos right it's gonna you would think that'd ruin most people's days yeah that mm, it's gonna be rough if anyone that uh, everyone rocks up with that um they haven't confirmed the numbers in the boxes yet mm. i think two or three Free, would yeah, be a guess good. sort of somewhere in line with what but then again you used to get six siphon interceptors didn't you in a pack of aeronautica so maybe it so will Kratos is probably bigger than the siphon maybe, maybe. about but... the armages being sold on forge world how you know willing to go small but i th th this all my gut says these will either be sold as a detachment of six or as a as a pack of three mm -hmm. is my gut on these and similar for the next one as well i'd say so yeah i can see that um next up 
got the Bane Blade. The OG. Classic. Classic. Um, so far, it looks like you get the option of uh, Bane Blade or Hellhammer. Is very, very cool. Again, detachments up to six. Question mark. Does that mean that in a detachment that can take super heavy tanks, you have a maximum of six super heavy tanks? Or do they move in a unit of six blades? Which sounds silly just to say it. Um, who knows, right? Yeah. Who knows? But there's a lot there um, as well that they've not yet confirmed, like no no shadow swords and all that kind of stuff. So that the, these are the first of the Bane Blade variants, I guess, that we're going to see here. Well, like with a lot of these, I'm, I'm pretty certain that they're maybe just drip feeding information. Like with a lot of the missing uh, war gear options we were talking about earlier, I ever see them releasing upgrade kits for Li. We'll have the model with its options. Um, say that. Pretty confident that most in in the boxes that they come with, most weapon options will will be available that you can get in in Heresy. Um, yeah, I think we might be um, might get more variants. There are a ton of uh, Baneblade variants, so I'd be shocked if that was the only two yeah. that we get. Um, but we will we will see. Yeah, we'll definitely see Shadow Swords and stuff, right? They're they're the other big names, but again, I think that will come in another box with. What's the what's the yeah. one with the plasma guns? The big plasma blast gun on the front of it. Nihilate? No. Because the, the shadow the shadow sword's the one with the volcano cannon, isn't it? E. Oh man, it's been a while since I've think about Bane Blaze. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. I don't think I. Is, it, is it the... it. Let's 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 jump on Wikipedia while we're talking, so we don't look okay, yeah. complete fools. Um. Because there's the one with that like uh, mega heavy bolter turret as I, well. I, I love that one. Insanely yeah. sick. I was, I was yeah, working at GW really when they released uh, the Bane Blade, and but that's probably the last time that I paid attention. Um, so, oh, God damn it. of course, it only talks about the two that we we're just talking about on the 40k lexiconum. But GW have just scraped the internet of any other version of Baneblade. There's only two that exist, and it's the two that you can get <laughs> in this box set. Well, according to um, their actual website, so there is the Shadow Sword, which has got the, the Volcano Cannon, and mm. it is the... Uh, you're thinking of the Stormlord with the Vulcan Megabolter and can carry troops. That's um, the one called. What was the plasma cut? Um the Lehman Rust version is the Executioner, right? So it's not. Yeah, it's it's. It doesn't seem to be on here unless it's taught, um, called something not plasma. Let us know in the comments because yeah, it's driving me mad. It and apparently, it you know this might be a Mandela effect. There might not actually be a plasma. Maybe not. I maybe played. we've maybe seen you're something about the Lehman Rust. I, maybe I've seen something on um, Instagram of somebody converting one of these things up, but. The Bane Sword's got the Quake Cannon. The Shadow Sword's got the Volcano Cannon. The Doom Hammer has got a Magma Cannon. Storm Sword um, with a Storm Sword Siege Cannon. Bane Hammer with a Tremor Cannon. Storm Lord with the um, Mega Bolt. That's my one doesn't exist. And the Hellhammer with the Hellhammer um, Cannon. I think that I've completely just thought that yeah. this thing exists and it doesn't actually. doesn't exist. <laughs> I don't think it does. I think you're thinking of the Lehman Rust one. I might be thinking of the Lehman Rust one. Have, 
the kids rock up at GW with uh, free Lehman Russes, all with plasma on the sponsons yeah. on the turret, and someone would go <sighs> home crying. I swear there used to be one on a on a bane blade. I'm not pointing my reputation like that. Moving on, so we've also got uh, the 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 mm. tried and t- trusted uh, Dimos pattern rhinos. So we knew that these were coming; they had to come. I'm going to be getting loads of these. Comes in a pack of ten. They've been the. This is the first one that they've actually confirmed how many's in a box. Um, ten rhinos. I guess these are going to be upgrades for infantry formations rather than being separate detachments. Um, and multiple different uh, coupler options. So hunter killer missiles, multi melters, twin link bolters, havoc launchers. Yeah, the whole everything that you would expect to get in the Age of Darkness uh, rhinos, uh, which is great. Good old trusty rhinos. Beam. Especially the, the Deimos pattern. They look so sick. Yeah. Yeah. I'm going to be definitely looking forward to... Uh, I, at the moment, it seems like for my for my white scars, it's going to be rhinos until I get jet bikes. When they announce jet bikes, everything's going to have to be mounted in rhinos. So Have them on the outside of the rhinos, just riding them in. Yeah. 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 So, so that's it for now. Obviously, there's still some notable exceptions that we haven't seen um, them talking about. There's been no discussion of any land raiders. At this point, or Spartans, none of that. Yeah, yeah it's gonna happen. It's got to. Right? It's gonna happen. Come on, like let's let's be let's be real. Um, but then I would also hope as well we'll be getting um the things that they've released in the core box, but sold separately. So your predators, um, your land raid, uh, Lehman Russes, Malkadors, um, Sakarans. Hopefully, they'll all be coming in you know, their own sort of separate boxes as well. Maybe not a. a the start but hopefully soon after um the last new bit that we really are here to talk about today is something which is great news for any adeptus titanicus player as much as any legions imperialis player and that is scenery so scenery for at has been out of stock or harder to get hold of it's been rarer than rocking or shit for about six months or so um and it appears that like everyone was wondering whether or not it's you know the there's the the usual oh you know they're phasing out at i think he's dying yeah, yeah this this has proven that this has all been part of a reboxing um there's been some new images shared um online of them in the new boxes um so the manufactorum imperialis the civitas imperialis the civitas spires which were all previously available they are now going to be um rebranded essentially for legions imperialis um, I think it's an interesting choice to just completely rebrand it to Legions Imperialis and not just be like Legions Imperialis and Adeptus Titanicus, or just leave it as Adeptus Titanicus. I don't see... I guess they want to sell um, more for Legions, right? Um, but maybe it does kind of like... That puts their stamp down that this is our um, main studio game, you know, whereas AT is still very much a specialist game. Um, mm. But yeah, they're all going to be coming back in... Um, which is great to see. I need some more Civitas Spires to finish off my um, Siege Wall, which I've been creating using the Troublemaker Games sets. So glad that they're going to be coming back in because prices on oh, eBay yeah. have been silly. Um, <laughs> but we do have new terrain as well. Johnny, why don't you take us through those? Hell yeah. Um, so the road tiles, everyone's seen them now. If you haven't, um, go look, they're awesome. They're rotiles. Uh, rotiles, yeah. But they're wicked though, because they're they're detailed. They are like they're not just, you know, you're not gonna be playing on flat board. It is like the old um 
uh, the old tiles you could get for um, Realm of Battle, I think it was, with the, you know. Yes, but not hollow. Not hollow. Not like hollow. The Realm of Battle boards. No, they'll um, be like flat plates, like the Necromunda tiles. Um, uh, there's going to be six 12 by 12 or one foot by one foot tiles in a pack, which will make you a three by two board if my maths isn't off. Yeah. Um, so you're going to need a couple of those to be able to. We haven't got board size yet, have we? They they haven't discussed it. However, three by two is a really odd number for GW to kind of put in a pack, which makes me think that you're going to want four of these, and it's going to be a six by four. Because if you if it's a four by four, then you're left you've got leftover tiles that you've not used. Um, whereas a six by four, you're using all of it. That does mean that this is probably going to come in at about two hundred pounds for a full board, and it's probably going to be a case that you don't want to roll dice on your board, so you're going to need something off. Because from what I've, I, I never got the experience to play on a realm of battle board, but I hear that rolling dice on that thing was an absolute nightmare, and you could take your own eye out um, with bouncing dice um, off of the the plastics and chipping um, the, the models. So. Whether or not this will be something which is for everybody, I don't know. I think there's going to be some great opportunities for display boards um, or photos for Legions Imperialis. Like those of you who put stuff on Instagram, pick up a packet of these. You can make yourself a great board for um, display purposes. I'm on the fence as to whether or not we'll pick up one for the channel. I would like to pick up one for the channel, but that is quite a heavy investment which could go elsewhere but it would look very good on our battle reports when we do them in the future. So it's definitely up there in the nice-to-have but not necessary category, but I can see these selling out really quickly and, and then taking a long time to come back in. So if it is something that you want and something which you are prepared to spend up to and potentially over £200 to have then buy it now, I think. Nice. But the yeah. thing is, is that that's like three or four deep cut mats. If you were to buy like the neoprene mats from deep cut. So that's a lot of, it's a lot of money for a, for a scenic base. So undecided, but they do look bloody awesome. They look wicked. Yeah. They look wicked. Um, I totally agree though. I mean, one buy a, a deep cut mat and another, Legion Imperialis box potentially, um, in the price that it would cost to you know to actually put these uh these you know tiles on the board if it's a six by four, I'm secretly hoping it's going to be a um a four by four size. I think that's a lot more manageable. I, I like the four by four setup, um, and just having space at the end of the table as well, um, for a bit more. But there's going to be a lot of units here, so I wouldn't be surprised if it's a six by four. I also wouldn't be surprised if it's something completely random that GW does and make it mm. kind of like a this is a 33 and a quarter inch um, by 94 and and seven tenths. I don't think they'll do it because of the tiles. Yeah. Hope yeah. they don't do it because I'm, I don't, yeah. It could be a three I foot think... wide, potentially. I just think there is too much space in the six by four for even with this many, you know, models or bases on the on the field. Yeah, I think the the scale that you're playing at, you know, you're not got if you have not got rhinos, infantry aren't going to be that fast. Yeah, 
I mean, so yeah, yeah my, my gut says um, six by four, um, but team four by four. The thing you could always yeah, do, of course, is if you get yourself a you know some some walls, make yourself up some walls. You could have half the board made up of these tiles with a wall separating that from a a regular mat underneath it with um um you know like dirt or yeah. grass or or whatever if you don't want to go to full hog. Um, but they are really nice, and the, the photos do look great with them on. Um, and then there's just one more piece of new terrain, which is the uh, Civitas Imperialis ruins, which is good to see as well. The thing that we've been talking about a lot, isn't it, that we've got a lot of blocking terrain, which is perfect for AT, but we don't have much in the way of scatter terrain, um, which is really, I think, where we're going to need to bulk out a lot of our terrain for uh, for legions things which are better for smaller models and give cover to infantry, not just big old titans. Um, Absolutely. So, yeah, there's talk of garrisoning ruins. I don't know if that is just their way of saying you can put units into ruins or if garrisoning is a special word, a special thing that units can do to make them harder to get out, perhaps. Drop Fleet Commander do it, right? And they have a, they have a you know, Occupy building thing so it's not you know it's not out of the realms of possibility for a tabletop game and and if if they are that vulnerable um to big weapons right i guess they're going to need something uh to help them be a bit more survivable when they are capturing objectives or holding key choke points or or what have you keeping um, a missile squad safe and you know hmm. yeah city that'd be that'd be yep. cool i'd like to see that yep um there's some hinted at new terrain as well isn't there there's, so we we've not seen it announced as any part of a um, a board like the the ruins includes a bunch of scatter terrain but we've also seen what looks like Aegis defense lines um, mm. and like tank tank trappy barricade type stuff um, so I guess that might be something else which is coming out which might be part of a new set which we'll see in the coming weeks um, doesn't appear to be in anything else. Might also do, yeah. They might do a, like a plastic accessory kit, like they did for Necromunda, um, with just like a few objectives uh, and a few bit barricades and a few yep. bits of scatter terrain. I think that'd work out quite well. Um, sort of more of yeah. akin to the Manufactorum Imperialis, which was a lot more scatter terrain, wasn't it? And a few big yeah. pieces um, in the middle as well. So Absolutely. yeah. Well, that is basically everything that we know up until now. So this is the thirtieth of July um and things are going to change and keep moving really quickly but that is it for now um this evening we didn't have an announcement that's going up for pre-order this saturday so we're assuming that we might well see this going out um for pre or well the pre-order announcement perhaps next sunday so what is that that is sunday the 6th is when we're thinking or when i'm thinking that we might see an announcement for this if it's not the sixth i think it will be towards the end of the month uh but the the money for this is burning a hole in my pocket at the moment so i want to get rid of it <laughs> so please drop it sooner rather than later um so i can I like, budget. tell you didn't tell you that the thing that went up on pre-order today instead of legion imperialis was the plastic uh night lancer yeah so um yeah be careful stay away yeah, no, I, I'm not. I'm not touching that. I'm not. I'm not doing that. I've. I've still got a a knight back there that's still in grey plastic, so I haven't quite gotten that far yet. Although it does look nice, that model does look nice. Um, 
got a couple of questions that we had raised to us from um guys in the on the discord server so um osl local says um the mo most important question for him would be how many titans can you field in a normal size li game now, obviously we don't know the answer to this because we haven't seen the points but um i would hope that like a, a titan force might be viable like a mana pool of titans yeah um i think the, the limit is up to how many you put down before you realize you should just be playing a game of at instead of legion <laughs> imperialis right yeah, um, I would be surprised be to see more than two. Three. Yeah, I I think you'll be looking at one warlord, or a couple of warhounds, or you know a reaver and a warhound or something. I would like to see more, but to your point, I think that this is all about objective play, and they've made it very clear that it's about infantry objective play. So, how good will titans be in li i think they'll serve a role but i don't know if necessarily they will be the god engines that they are um for winning this um and they may well be quite vulnerable to certain other units in the game maneuverability and all that kind of stuff similar to how warhounds work in in at with larger um larger titans like warlords um but yeah it's we shall see, I guess. I reckon they're going to come in quite expensive as well. Um, yeah. So I can't imagine you'd be fielding full mana pools, but who knows? I hope that the game allows you to kind of dabble with that, or whole households as well for that. I think that's probably more likely, a household force of knights. But I, as much as I would like to see lots of titans, I can't see them being very viable, unfortunately. Okay. Um. Honoris Rex as well also asked, uh, he's wondering if they will have Legion-specific rules like main 30k and how OP might they be and Legion-specific units. Well, I think... I think how OP? <laughs> I think we're all hoping for Legion-specific rules, right? Because that's that's where a lot of the colour comes in to some of this. Mm. But I think the balance... I would hope that the balance is similar to AT in that a lot is the unit that you take and then the Legion rules give you access to... I don't know the equivalent of stratagems or uh, a legion uh, legion abilities. Sure, yeah. Um, uh, I can. I I hope that they are powerful enough to have a um, an actual effect. I mean, there's there's surely going to be uh, they're they're going to exist because you can't just throw a, you know two of those starter boxes against each other and you know expect to get a, a relatively varied game. Yeah. Um, so I I would expect you know, with the amount of plastic baby marines that are going to be running around, we're going to get some form of um, Asian separation. Yeah. Um, yeah. I hope they're powerful enough to make a difference from just you know two units of marines firing at each other or doing whatever, um, but not so powerful that if you're not running marines or death guard, then you're at a name disadvantage hmm. or something like that yeah, or if yeah, you yeah. want to run word bearers then you may as well just accept that it's going to be for narrative and not you know yeah um, like, the, like the cherry on top of the uh the rules rather than like where i can see them kind of um playing in is is certain detachment types so i would hope that things like white scars can get access to large numbers of jet bikes or you know like um you know, Blood Angels, Large Amounts of Predators or something like that, you know, where they sort of lean into into the sort of fluff or like, you know, Iron Warriors having 
access to some kind of siege breaking um force with lots of you know vanquishers or not vanquishers what am i thinking of um demolishers hmm. um and and those kind hmm. of things they've already said that there's going to be legion specific units right like the special units are going to return so it would only be a case if there was actually a tangible difference between um who you run by the color scheme you choose yeah so um we're all taking a bit of a gamble going jumping right into legios because they might uh, legions sorry switch out of at there um because they might be a different play style to what we were expecting but um it'd be awesome I think this is this is the tricky thing with us jumping into this as well because like we're gonna have to unless they offer magnetized options for things like turrets maybe they will who knows um it's going to be difficult to know exactly how best to sort of outfit your models from the get-go um you know and possibly getting locked into a um you know a lehman russ with a certain sponson type armament which turns out to be pretty ineffective versus the equivalent of the you know plasma blast gun vulcan megabolta from uh from at um i think rule of cool will probably stand out to start with um until people have got a handle on the rules um yeah it, like there's a leap of faith there i think with both the legio that you're going to choose but it does seem like from what they said if the legio that you choose turns out it's not that great well you can take a different legion to to complement that force in some way um and run two together so yeah. yeah yeah so that's it that's everything that we know as of today on the 30th of July. I keep hammering. I think, I hope I keep saying July and I haven't dropped in June anywhere, but July. Uh, on track. Yeah. <clears throat> um, we are going to be scheduling our first Legions Imperialis event at Entoyment in Pool on the 11th of November. The details for that are obviously not out yet and they will follow when we get a better idea as to what is, you know, how the game plays and how many points is kind of a normal size game. Um, but that's, that's given us all some time to kind of work towards building up a force of that so november gives us three or four months um we've also timed our cla um, clash of legions 2023 to coincide with that date so it gives us all time if you are wanting to participate in that to get your stuff painted over the next three or four months um to have a force ready by the time that, um, that that event i think there are some events i think twisted titanicus is doing one in october um so a few which are going to be a little bit earlier just make sure you get your painting um brushes to hand and and crack on i guess contract contrast paints for the win next week it seems like we're going to be seeing some articles on how to paint these things um, mm. which would be interesting as well as a bit more of the rules so keep your eye on warhammer community over the coming days um beachhead um for next year beachhead 2024 the event pack for that will be going up and tickets will be being released in the next week or so. Um, that is going to just be AT. It's going to be a team event, uh, similar to last year with a few changes. Um, but if there is possibility to support a, um, a Legion's event at the same time, we are looking into the possibilities of that. But like with everything, it comes down to availability of terrain, um, which is, yeah, it's it's the most expensive part of, of running events, so it all comes down to uh, whether or not we can field enough terrain for legions. Maybe maybe we could look into sort of like a best terrain best board award or something for legions to sort of encourage people to well, yeah for um, sure 
provide some terrain themselves. You know, Titanicus players will have the right scale scenery. We just need to add a few extra bits to, you know, make it work for the infantry yeah. as well. We'll look into that. Um, but yeah, please, uh, just a reminder, do subscribe to the channel. Give us a like. Uh, drop us any comments that you have in the um, well, in the comments. And we will uh, we always endeavour to try and get back to you or reply. And um, it's always great to sort of um, hear your thoughts on those sort of things. Um, or do leave us a review on Apple or uh, any other um, podcast platform that allows you to do so. Um, yeah, that is it until next time. So Johnny is now getting ready to go on holiday for a week. Um, I've just come back from holiday for a week. So we're trying to cram these ones in between. But I would uh, maybe Johnny might be away when the next announcement uh, comes up for a date. We shall see. If we do get time for another podcast in between now and release date, we will. Um, as soon as we get our hands on a copy of the box game, we'll look at doing an unboxing video, most likely, uh, to show you guys the contents. And yeah, I'm really excited for Legions, um, uh, as you can pro probably gather. And I hope you guys are too. Um, so please, if you are new to the channel, give us that um, subscribe for more epic scale discussion in the up and coming weeks and months and that just leaves us with the usual thing to say johnny and that is to always remember guys to go big go loud and maximal <laughs> <laughs>